Yo, yo, ma! And welcome to the Pack Show, proudly brought to you by Double Take Sports and Pig Athletic Club, the show that brings you all the highlights, the lowlights, the reviews, the previews, the news, and the interviews from rugby here in Australia and around around the world. My name's Jay Boy, and tonight, up in the starters box, we've got Doss. We don't have Dal, but Friends has got himself a starting jersey once again. Yeah, round of applause Suck for Friends there. But uh, usually when Friends is up there, it means the battler's bench is empty, but not tonight. We've not got a very special baby. guest. We have ourselves from Churchy Rugby just secured himself a three-way premiership and formerly from North Eagles and Brothers Rugby Club. It's Schultze. Right, Schultz, how are you, brother? Very good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no, you're welcome, good. He actually man. looks nice and trim on, on the camera, yeah, unlike I? myself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look it looks is. a bit different. Yeah. It's a bit different view when you're sitting on the couch next to Big Fat Darcy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just too like yeah. <laughs> too wide bodies. It's fine. Yeah, but how you been, Shortsy? Good to get you in the mixer, mate. Been a big year for you out there at Churchy. Yeah, it's been been good. Um, obviously, finished with a, a win on the weekend and sharing the Premiership three ways. But that's no, been awesome. So uh, been a really tight competition, um, and thoroughly enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, who, bloody hell. Who, who did you share? It? Who uh, who else won it? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, on a serious TSS and uh, Nudgy. Oh, classic. Yeah. What, what What are your thoughts on like at the end of the year there being a playoff sort of thing? Oh, that'd be awesome. But um, be good, yeah, I think especially when you talked about school competitions, a lot of people don't realise it's around school calendars and yeah. there's a lot of other things that happen in schools other than just rugby. So as much as it'd be awesome to have a playoff, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Or maybe two rounds or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Just, yeah. Well, we'll delve into that because that's part of the pack news we're going to get into. We'll get your insight in all of that because that is something we were discussing just before off air as well. If there's any way that we could sort of divide that premiership up, I know you were saying <laughs> hopefully not because you would have come second, but yeah. <laughs> otherwise, uh, we'll, we'll get into that. But there's plenty of news we want to get into. Obviously, we've got the QPR grand final coming up this weekend, so we'll spend a bit of time waxing lyrical about that. Doggies versus UQ, going to be an absolute belter. Brothers got the ass, which is absolutely awesome. Speaking of brothers, Big T-Bow Maloney's going to be joining us on the blower, hopefully from Mad Monday, but I don't know. I'm hopefully sure it's not too sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, T-Bone's oh, a good bloke. Yeah, he is. Um, brother sucks, but, um, but yeah, and we'll delve into all that sort of stuff as we come into the grand final. So, but first and foremost, we have to give it up once again. Triple crown goes to the Aussie Sevens oh. women's, picking up the Rugby World Cup final in pretty... Thrilling fashion, 24-22 over the Kiwis. Freeney, how about it, mate? Mate, what can't they do? Exactly. They're yeah, unbelievable. Some, yeah, it's, 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 it's awesome to see the three-peat. Um, obviously, they were talking about it the other week, like um, how they, you know, just sort of, it was, you know, they were just hoping that, that it could happen and it's happened. So they look like they're having, they're going to have a lot of fun after that. Um, oh, yeah, they'll be playing some like them a still, wash. Yeah, <laughs> some of them still wearing their kit. To the plane, <laughs> doing the old stink drink. Yeah, just you love it, eh? Yeah, no, that's. <laughs> that's I tell that's you what, no better place to win it than Cape Town as well. Oh, it would have gone. It's, off. A, it's a good city to celebrate the World Cup victory. <laughs> oh, so I've heard. <laughs> oh, that was yeah, that, actually, was, that um, was awesome, man. That was we, awesome. We trained against them in a little hit out. I think it was during the floods. I think um, they come up from Sydney, and. I've never seen skill or fitness mm. like like they're so they're impressive. Bang Not on, hey! Yeah. We we had um I think we had four we took fourteen lads down, and um yeah we'd rotate seven on seven off every three minutes and our boys you know we'd we pride ourselves on our fitness yeah was absolutely smoked and then Charlotte Castlick I think she trained the whole session and I think in the last five minutes sort of come up she wasn't even blowing like she 
it's unreal. What they, 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 and these skills at, at yeah. like fatigue yeah. too, yeah. like just pinpointing yeah. passes and everything. It's just ridiculous. But that's so exactly awesome. what we saw in that final. Shani Williams, I think she got player of the final, was just decimating birds left and right. Maddie Levi picked up three She's tries. Insane. Faith Nathan, the leading try scorer in the whole comp. Yeah. Like they, they're on top of every and single. And they're young. Facet, yeah, and they're young. Like exactly. you know, you got, you got Shani, who's, who's she's um, thirty four, she, I think, but yep. she'd just come back for what's Charlotte? What's Charlotte? She'd be around. She's twenty seven. Twenty seven. I'm pretty <laughs> sure she's twenty seven years old. Yeah, far out. So she's still got ages. She'd still have another five years in her. Demi Hayes is in her early to mid twenties. You know, out, Maddie man. Levi's only been playing for a couple of years, and she's yeah, bagged three literally. tries in a World Cup. How was that? Yeah. How was that save? That try save and tackle. Yeah, that, that was. She, yeah, just. It's like a video game. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But they they are they are just world class. Like they you'd have to say pound for pound, arguably the best team in the world. Yeah. Like when you incorporate every facet of the game. Cons- so consistent. Yeah. So consistent. And Tim, and Tim Walsh, old churchy boy, coach. Yeah. Well he, he knows the recipe. I don't know what yeah. he like how how he's a quality yeah. quality. Yeah, yeah. quality, quality human. Yeah. Um, I read an interesting article the other day and he there was this term that he coined Crunning, which was crying while you're running. <laughs> Cry running, yeah. Cry didn't, running. That, didn't Demi Hay <laughs> yeah, say yeah, that yeah, as yeah, well? Yeah. She's like, yeah. That was sick. <laughs> yeah. and it's running. Like, but I mean, and, and, you know, and, and he talks about it at the start about the girls being obviously in so much pain and hating it that they're crying while they're running their fitness, you'd assume. That's so good. But then they, you know, took it another level and that they learned that it was something they, you know, had to embrace. Yes. Um, and enjoyed it. Imagine and I mean, that. and it's just no coincidence that this team's gone on to, you know, do what they do and do it so consistently well with someone like Walshy. They um, embrace pressure. Well, yeah. you, Every you, time they are in the pressure cooker, they mm. come out with... Well, you've had some... Experience in sevens, mate. Like I couldn't believe, I couldn't imagine the head noise. It's it's hands down one of the <laughs> hardest things. Like I'm just trying to think of crunning, <laughs> and I'm a front rower. Like you know, and I almost cried in just normal clubs. I was say, <laughs> you're used to croaking, just no. cry walking, you know? <laughs> crasties, cry masties. <laughs> well, we're going to be a segue here, but yeah, you know, was it, is it pretty bad? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Usually on a, on, a, on a Sunday or Monday. <laughs> yeah. so sad. Trying to, trying to get the last bit of serotonin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Is> anything. <laughs> Sorry, okay, back to footy. I'll, I'll, help, I'll help you out here. <laughs> Toss, um, yeah. Just talking to a few of the uh, insiders in those programs, they reckon like they train that hard that if... Um, you know, from a talent point of view, the athletes come in and they don't... Um, some, some of them just can't... Can't hack it. Yeah. Can't tolerate yeah, it. So yeah, so they... Go back to NRLW and, and that sort of stuff. So, obviously, the ones that can hack it, um, it goes a long way to, yeah, obviously why they're so successful on that. And then the men as well, they, they I mean, speaking of consistent, the one thing that the men have done all year, they only won, I think, one or two tours on the actual World Series, but their consistency, consistency was always there. Fourth, after a late yeah. try to Ireland in that uh, bronze medal match, not what they would have been chasing, but, I mean, still... Still something to hang your hat on for a young side, Schultz, you'd say. that, But they, it it at least looks like they are very disappointed as they should be, which yeah. I think is also a good sign for them. Yeah, and I, I, from this looking from the outside, it sort of seems that they've got a really good nucleus of players that want to be there. Like mm, it's correct. an opportunity for them to be professional athletes. They're probably sacrificing a little bit because, you know, it's obviously they've cut back on on um, contracts and all that yeah. sort of stuff. So it's like an opportunity and they're, they're doing everything they can to... Yeah. Um, 
rip in and represent. Yeah, and it's just unfortunate, you know, sevens, it's such a, it's a game of such small margins because you obviously only have 40 minutes. Yeah. Um, and, you know, in a high-pressure tournament like a World Cup, one little thing happens and it, you know, and it costs you the game. But, you know, and we've talked about it before, uh, the men's sevens teams and getting the guys from, you know, club rugby, uh, you know, who want to be there and they're, you know, he's historically sevens, as I've sort of mentioned before, it was super rugby guys, young super rugby guys come in more of a set stepping stone to get ready for super rugby. So you always had one eye yeah. going back to your squad. On something else. Yeah. yeah. Whereas these guys, you know, this is where they want to yeah. be. This is what they're training for. And you get, you know, you get a lot better outcomes. Yeah. It's, it's hard though with sevens too. It's like on, on that tournament, that weekend or whatever, someone could just be on a good run. You know, you've got your usual suspects, but then you've got like, some teams that can just have a good tourney. Well, so there's it's, no, it's yeah, quite hard, you know, isn't it? When yeah. you see Kenya, like yeah, they've Kenya. got these athletes and, you know, they'll occasionally take, like, almost every tournament they'll take down a pretty big scalp. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then they went on that run, I think, a few years ago where they ended up winning a tournament yeah, yeah. just because they were banging big scalp after yeah. big yeah. scalp after big scalp. And I think the next tournament they came six or something. So... It happens, as you said, you've got 14 minutes. If you can put it on for 14 minutes. Good for the Irish, though, I guess, you know? Yeah, bloody oath, mate. The that's huge not for massive them. On, uh, I think one of the McNulty's scored the... Um, Shay Lala yeah. might be in the mix sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> that'd be good. Shay Lala Nivesi, the uh, Australian, Fijian, Irish seven <laughs> Good on that's him. That's a weird one. You know? Good on him, mate. Chase the dream. Um, now, while we've got you here, Schultze, obviously, as we alluded to before, three-way premiership we saw on the weekend just gone... Um, awarded to, obviously, Churchy, TSS and Nudgy, as you said. Freen's touched on it. You know, what can we do? Is there a way to maybe have a playoff? Like, do you think maybe every season should have one more round at the end that has the top two sides play for that final? Or, uh, I mean, that would be awesome. But sort of, as I sort of alluded to before, I think it's, it's um, just really, really hard with school calendars and that sort of stuff. I think, like, this week, there's the last week of block exams and they finish school on a Wednesday. So, um, you know, schools have borders and all that sort of stuff that, you know, if things aren't planned, then their school pretty much shuts down pretty quickly as mm. soon as the end of the term. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it would be awesome. And then, yeah, we were speaking about before as well, like for and against, as I said, we would come second, so I'm not overly keen on that. <laughs> um, and then even, yeah, a bonus point system, you know, within the, the competition rounds could be something, but... I think it's just a, a GPS tradition. It's just win losses, and if you're good enough to win all eight, which is I've found out this year, like it's it's a really really hard thing to do. Yeah, um, we lost all eight. It was hard. This <laughs> 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 oh, was funny. It wasn't funny at the time, it wasn't though. Funny at the time. No, yeah. I can only imagine. I remember. Uh, I remember actually. Speaking of crasties. Yeah, I, I actually remember. <laughs> We got in trouble for scoring tries that weren't part of the structure, wasn't it? Isn't it? Anyway. Who was your coach? Oh, he's already been rinsed enough last week. So. Oh, was that the one Chambers got? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that just, yeah, that was weird. That was weird. Anyway, sorry about that. Interrupting. And, and that, it is a crazy competition because as we found out this year, we, we had a really massive win beating Nudgee at round three. Um, yep. And I don't think Churchy had beaten him since the premiership days of 14 and 15. Um, and yeah, it had been pretty... Big week. Convincingly beaten in previous years and that sort of stuff. So that was huge. But then seven days later, you're on a bus going down to Southport and they had been beaten by Nudgee already. So this was basically their grand final. So yeah, if yeah. they were to lose to us, then that's their season done. So, yeah, um, yeah, it, it, yeah it's just... A it's crazy, and just yeah. sort of unfortunate, I guess, the way that the 
the calendar and the schedule worked out or us playing, you know, each other in the first three rounds. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it was know, the quirk of the draw. A couple well, of years ago, you had Nudgy versus TSS down at TSS to in win the, the final round. Yeah, yeah. Correct. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's exactly right. And, um, you know, I, I um, coached down at Churchy with Schultzy and I coached at Churchy last year. And Schultzy probably can comment on this a bit further, but and maybe I've just got a bit of a biased opinion from what I remember schoolboy rugby being about. But I feel like the, the general level of the competition, like Nudgy Churchy and TSS were far and away the standout teams. Tom Grammar was competitive, but then, you know, like t- uh, schools like State High, Ipswich, who were highly competitive and, you know, and um, routinely brought out really good players, like, you know, we beat them in the last game on the weekend, 57-5. Far out, really? Um, yes. Yeah, you usually high. get like maybe one of those games, or you used to only get like one of those games a year. Yeah. Not like... I mean, uh, and you know, like... We played Nudgy and TSS in the first few rounds, and then it's like, all right, holding your nerve for the last few games. But I mean, put 40 points on BBC, put 40 points on Grammar, put 50 Jesus. points on State High. What's the go with that then? You um, and I don't know, the standard of the competition, and um, as I said, Schultz can speak more to it, um, but I feel like maybe GPS schools in general, there's just not that investment in the rugby programs as there maybe used to be. Well, I heard, um, I'm not sure if. It's correct, but I heard, um, you know, you got guys floating around at Nudgy and stuff, like in the seconds and stuff like that, that are first 15 to the players anywhere else, and they just sort of try and... I'm not sure if that's true or yeah, not. Yeah, no, Just sort of go go on a bit? It has um, evolved a fair bit in the last few years, like like Doss was saying. Um, and like schools, it's all dependent on what in, what's important. Mm. Um, do they want to invest in rugby? Um, I've definitely seen some schools drop off um, and like it's not because of lack of effort from the people, you know, coaches that are there. It's just maybe they're not getting enough support and resources. Um, Yeah, yeah, every school has its sort of own challenges. And then on the flip side of that, you've got someone like Nudgy who are just like, they're just, it's just a phenomenal program. And I can can easily say that coaching against them, like... Mm. um, my uh, young fella started there this year and played in the 15 E's. How good's that? Um, and like he's coming home talking about backline moves, and mm. I'm like, I haven't gotten a word of rugby out of him in. How good's that? Yes, yeah, uh, since yeah. he started. Um, yeah, and now he goes there and he just loves it. Like yeah. he's staying around for the first. Like they've just done a, a fantastic job. Um, and and it's to a point where, they're they're too good. <laughs> they're too good. Like yeah, yeah. Like probably not so. The first is always going to be competitive, but like all the way through. Yeah, they're just so dominant. Um, they're so dominant, and they have Bs and Cs players that could be playing A's yeah. easily at other yeah. schools. Their seconds always really, really strong. Even though, I must shout out to um, two legends that I know: Gary Monday and Wilbur Monday. Matty Monday's um, Wilbur's son. He's playing in the second grade final for Brothers on the weekend, but. Yep. Um, they coach Terra Seconds to uh, the first premiership mm. in 51 years. Holy Whoa. shit, that's awesome. So they drew with us, our seconds, yeah. and then they beat uh, Nudgy Seconds and took Massive. out the premiership. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And yeah. his name's Wilbur. Wilbur Monday, yeah. That is a brilliant that's name. A that is a sick <laughs> name. Might have to put that in the is back. That, yeah, yeah I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> Wilbur. It is a girl, but... Wilbur. Wilbur's right. Yeah, both ways. <laughs> um, well, what are your thoughts on the actual... So, I like, look, Zach loves GPS footy. Like, absolutely loves it. I've always been a bit iffy on it because I've always just been like, it's a bit... You went to grammar. I went to grammar. <coughs> Not going <laughs> to lie. So, I've always been a bit uh, down on the whole schoolboy rugby experience. But um, just from a... 
the place of like so I, I was talking to Zach about it yeah, they did a they do those um, anonymous polls with New Zealand rugby players you know 500 of them they give their thoughts on it and they actually say about the televised games for schoolboy footy and I think it was something like 75 80% say it's not a good thing mm-hmm. we've seen recently that that the televised schoolboy games have sort of gone behind um, that wall so that it's not obviously televised through stand or, or Double take or whatever it may be. What are your thoughts on the promotion of the schoolboy game? Do you think it is a good thing or a bad thing, or is there a way to do it so that it sort of ticks both boxes? Yeah, I think. Um, I mean, the reality is, is there's a lot of eyes on GPS, the first fifteen competition, um, even from the streaming platform that um, share it. Like the number of views they get. You know, our Nudgy Churchy one was it was crazy. The the streams that. Uh, it got so. What, what were the stream numbers? Do you know? Ah, uh, not off the top of my head, but it was pretty, pretty um, substantial. Yeah. Um, yeah. So there, there is going to be the interest, um, but it is a really fine line because they're you don't, kids, man. Yeah, you don't want to set these um, young fellas up for failure because the reality is they're going to get experiences at a first fifteen level that they might not even Ever get, get su- even super rugby, yeah, like correct. with the resources and that sort of stuff. Um, and that's where, like, each school is a little bit different with what their model is. Um, but, yeah, it is it is a real fine line. Like, I, I don't believe it should be on, on TV and that sort of stuff. Like, the Nudgy Barker game that played on the weekend, you know, one-off, you know, that one-off games that promote um, the codes probably enough. But, yeah, week in, week out, footy, you know, names out there. You know, even the Curie Mail write-ups and that sort of stuff. Like, yeah. I know kids get fully invested if 100%. they're getting... Yeah, it's sort of... I don't know. I, I just reckon, I, I, yeah, I'm with you on that too because like, and I'm with like, you know, obviously development and, and selecting these young guys through to the next level. But there's a lot, there's so many guys that don't even, you know, it's probably different now with the age, but there's so many guys that flourish like later. Yeah. Like, you know, Dal's, for, Dal's yeah. one of them. You know, like... Yeah, Rat was ahead of him at school and then... Mate, yeah, he was yeah. tiny, man. He was... Or, 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 he was, or, or Higgers, man. Higgers yeah, was yeah. third or fourth. Yeah, third, yeah. 15, yeah. I think, yeah. down at so TSS. I think there's, like, obviously a massive... I think it's a good thing to emphasise on schoolboy rugby. But I also think there's that little gap after school where people are developing and stuff that they need to sort of tap into. Too. If you're not making yeah. the, the Australian schoolboys, Queensland schoolboys and all that, they need to sort of try and... Obviously, I think it's getting better. Yes, I was about to say. Yeah, I think it it's used getting to better, be, but it used, you, it used to be so bad. If you yeah, didn't make it at school... If you didn't make it at school, school oh, yeah, you had uh, a yeah, sweet that's chance way, that's, of making the 20s. Yeah. Oh, I reckon that's yeah, a way, it's way gone. Like we've even in our um, Reds 18s team, there's kids that played seconds at BBC. They've gone oh, and played awesome. Colts 40, that yeah. sort of stuff. Um, so yeah. it has definitely gotten yeah. heats better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And th- that's where like clubs are so important. If... Um, yeah. Yeah, and I'll put my hats off to a number of clubs that have been contact me about getting churchy players to to their programs, and and that's where the n- the most important next step is. Is yeah. that yes. you've got good club it's Colts probably program, the most got, important. Yeah, you got good people knowing who's playing seconds, and um, you know, even when I was at, at Brothers, you're not just recruiting from first fifteen. Like there's good lads in the seconds yeah, if, if you want to, you know, spend the time um, developing them, and yeah, you, know, you look yeah. for certain little traits that you know, like I said, they might have not have grown yet. Um, yeah, just got something things. a little bit of hard edge again, like yeah. about him or something, you yeah. know. Yeah, um, it's it's the equivalent of like that NFL combine. You know, you've got those big schools that have all these people, but then you've got like you hear about all these players that play in the NFL. They're undrafted. They're this, they're that. They get a shot here, and it's something that's intangible in them that yeah. they can then obviously go on. And mm. just because you kill it at 
schoolboy or whatever it may be, it may not actually translate yeah. higher up. So I yeah. reckon it's gotten heaps better though across the board. Reds like you know actual super rugby players coming back and stuff. You know you see like James O'Connor and that like wanting to play club. Yeah. yeah, you know you're seeing all these like Harry Wilson and stuff coming wanting to play club like all these boys playing club. It's it's so good to see and it's, and it just lifts you know well, the I whole club land up because there's no. Um, yeah, Super Rugby 20, like that used to take a lot of the yeah, club players. They used true. to go straight straight and play Queensland 20s. They play that all pre-season. Then, you know, they literally have to go straight into a Celts program. Which um, is good. Yeah, it's I awesome. think it's way better. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's the challenge with school footy is that sometimes they get an experience at a, at a school and then, yeah, they go to club footy. And, and know, it's a huge drop-off. You're training off. with uh, six teams on the same field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Correct. No, you, I think... You, like, yeah, they get a... <laughs> They get a lot in the in the first fifteen competition. Yeah, um, oh I yeah. think the investment in the under twenties is is incredibly incredibly important. Yeah, and you know, you talk about investment, and just on Schulte's point there, like there needs to be a a real focus on investment in coaches and up and coming yeah. coaches yep. as well, because you know you got good coaches, good young coaches like Schulte coaching first fifteen. Um, there are a couple of you know because. A first 15 role, you know, you get paid better than you do coaching a Colts program or at a Premier Rugby, even a Premier Rugby program. So for a good young coach, it's like, all right, this is where I'm going to be. Because, you know, young guys, you've got a family, you've got to think about supporting financially. And it's like, all right, this is where you're going to be. And then these kids, so they've got good coaches. You know, BBC had Shane Drum and the Kefu brothers the other week. And you're getting exposed to all these good, um, all these good coaches. And then you go into a Colts program and you've got, you know, I don't know. Yeah. Someone who's not as good as coach. Yeah, your um, coach is like a concreter yeah. missing like a toe from gout or something <laughs> yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's just like, duckle, duckle, duckle. Three Ds of Tongan defense. Mate, and then these boys are just like, oh, well, this is not all it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Maybe I'll go, you know, try, le- league. try league out for a year. You yeah. know, I'll get paid 200, yeah, bucks, 200 bucks a game. Um, there's a coach who gets, you know, paid a lot more. So he's more invested in me as a player. Um, See, so yeah, I think there's a real um, gap there with cult, with coaching. Mm. Um, I, I That's think a valid point. We always talk about that pathway, and I think the schoolboy's always been strong. Premier rug- the link between Premier Rugby and Super Rugby is now pretty much solidified, at least within New South Wales. Bring in the pokies, mate. Well. Yeah. I think it's that <laughs> under-20s gap where, you know, if you don't make the Aussie under-20s, at least you're still in the program yeah, that man, can but, help but, develop but, you. And yeah, to, to my, like we're always talking about the pathway for players – um, and oh, I, but the coaches, the administrators. 100%, man. You know, and I look around, even at school, like I look around school and I look at 15s programs and stuff. And, you know, and that's where you can identify for kids got that, you know, little something about them and whatever. And it should be like, you know, each school of GPS, GPS rugby is the primarily the pool where our super rugby's will come from, super rugby players will come from. And it's a bad thing to say, um, but at the moment it's the truth. And it's like, you know, in that 15, 16 year age group, like we should have the best guys looking after them. If it's not going to be a 15, 16 year old academy program through the Reds, then I mean, these guys need to be through the schools where our best rugby players are going to be. And that can be the academy And man, and just take them under their wings, yeah. correct. But I, you know, they just don't have enough resources, um, you know, at their disposal to keep good young coaches watching our talent. Well, it's a tricky one, but... You know, it it, We're be it is it is yeah. thriving. <laughs> we can talk about it, all it is thriving at the very least. So just being able to find a way to really capitalise on that is probably the biggest thing. Now, um, 
in QPR footy just gone over the weekend. UQ absolutely dealt out a shellacking to the brethren, 36-22. And speaking of, we thought we'd get him on the blower to help us dissect it. It's T-Bone Maloney, the brother skipper. Round of applause for T-Bone. How are you, T-Bone? <laughs> oh, no, what's going on? Oh, you've turned your mic off, T-Bone. Here we go. Oh, there you go. <laughs> How you going, T-Bone? Uh, very well. Thanks for having us, fellas. No, in the, in the toilet, mate. Little odd brick house. Brick shit house. Well, T-Bone, mate, uh, yeah, I sort of touched on it just then. Not the result you guys would have wanted. UQ just far too strong on the day for you boys. Yeah, uh, I mean, obviously a disappointing result, but um, yeah, they, they certainly sort of set the tone with their defence in that opening uh, opening quarter, um, sort of down their end for a good part of that, and they held us out quite convincingly, um, and then they sort of went 80-odd 80, 80 metres and, uh, yeah, put seven points on us. So, yeah, heartbreaking, but um, yeah, the, certainly the better side yesterday. They are the T-Bone friends here, mate. They're definitely a one of those sides that if you're not, if you don't start well against them, they can punish you, and that's obviously what sort of happened yesterday. Um, how did you how did you pull up, mate? That was a pretty physical game and fucking Bloody fast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, uh, the body's a bit sore. I was just talking to my boss this morning. It's not much fun to be. Um, Emotionally sore, physically sore, and hungover. Um, yeah, sad beers. <laughs> How about a sad <laughs> beers? <laughs> Careers. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, but it was, um, yeah, very physical game. Uh, those boys certainly dealt it, and um, yeah, I think towards the end there, it was, yeah, just trying to throw everything at them, and they certainly uh, held us up right right when it counted. I saw big, um, big Dusty sucking through a straw about the 60th minute, and he gets stuck in the mud a couple of times. Um, and I was just like, because I was like, I might do a bit of a preseason next year, get my five games. And I saw that. I'm like, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you got the likes of uh, Jock Campbell, Matt Greeley, Kalani Thomas running back at you on the short side, so I was next to him in that line, and you uh, <laughs> had done that there. Uh, have done their homework on, on getting us to in, the, in that part of the park. And T-Bone, mate, obviously um, losing someone like James O'Connor two minutes into the game, uh, someone, you know, obviously with his skill set and his experience in a preliminary final, um, you know, it can hurt. Um, but, you know, you guys obviously, you've got a lot of playmakers on the field. Um, do you think, James, you know, you guys missed his sort of leadership and experience throughout the game? Oh, absolutely. Like, you're not going to have a Wallabies 10 come out of your team and, and not recognise that it's made a bit of a difference. Um, I guess we are fortunate, as you mentioned, Doss, um, with the other playmakers. I mean, we had uh, the Queensland Reds 10, Lawson, step up for us there. Um, and, you know, him having probably not played there much for us, um, you know, may have made things sort of not what we were used to potentially, but, um, you know, there was still 14 other blokes or 15 other blokes that have been in this group for long enough. And, um, yeah, we just probably didn't react to it well enough and maybe got our heads down a bit um, once he was injured. Yeah. And, Tebow, just 
sorry, on Rabs. Like, can you just tell us a little bit about, I guess, the impact that he's had over the last month? Um, you know, from all reports, he was disappointed after being left out of the Wallaby squad. But, you know, the very next day, straight down to Brothers, you know, ready to prove a point. Um, yeah, I just want you to tell us a little bit about the impact that he's had on the club the last on over the last sort of month. I I um, was hoping to you know catch up with him after the game ideally, but um, had to just settle with a, a message. But um, you know his efforts in in coming back to the club and our team um, uh, and adding so much was. Just incredible. Um, he gave up time with the juniors. I think you know the poor guy had to ha- take about four thousand photos over a four-week period, um, which is fantastic. But yeah. um, you know, never, never once did you hear him complain or um, yeah, shy away from that. Um, and then I guess for our team, uh, his impact on the field, uh, the calmness, the his determination, and, and wanting to come back and win this with us, um, yeah, it was yeah, incredible. T-Bone, Shilsey, Hima, how are you? Good, Shilsey, mate. It's been a little while. Um, talking about <laughs> Wallaby-level players, thinking back to our... I'm bringing up probably a lot of negative memories for you, but 2019 loss. Jock Campbell did some freaky shit then, um, and he did some freaky stuff again on the weekend. Uh, do you think those sort of players were the difference, or, or how much do you love playing against oh. them? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was hoping Uncle Rennie would put him in the team this week. Um, yeah, nah, he's he's a quality player, um, and just again, you know, high rugby IQ, recognizing where players are on the field. You know, he certainly shut down our kicking game. He was always there at the back, just to um, you know eliminate any sort of go forward we could get coming out of our end. So. Um, yeah, a quality player. Those guys certainly are the difference, but they make a difference, I should say. But, you know, some of those stalwarts at UQ, your Pat Morris, your Connor yeah. Mitchells, um, those guys do some, some immense things for, um, you know, uh, full-time workers who, who love um, a bit of club rugby. Yeah, and that, and that seems to be a very distinct sort of difference in the club game nowadays. I think we were talking about it before going live. The, the fact that... Like West, for example, you know, there's been a lot of chat in regards to some of the players they've got, Big Cabos and um, Jordan Wallace, but it's guys like, you know, your Ethan Dobbins, Liam Usher, Harry Higgins, you know, the guys that have sort of been part of the furniture the, there uh, for brothers, so long. The guys that were from Brothers. brothers. <laughs> yep. Brothers are coming so, <laughs> Some good ring-ins there. No, no, but it's more like the guys that it is the clubland players that are really starting to set the tone for the standard of... Um, club footy that we've seen has just been skyrocketing both in Queensland and New South Wales the last couple of years, yeah? Yeah, and I, I think the super rugby season does dictate that as well. But, you know, for, for ourselves, especially for 16 weeks of the season or whatever it was, you know, we had to win those games to put ourselves in a position to play finals. And, um, you know, it was we, we had a team photo the other week and there was 30-odd blokes in that from reserve grade um, Colts um, that all sort of put on the jersey at some point. So, yeah, there's a lot of people and, and uh, club members that, that sort of put in effort so that uh, we can get to those positions. And I think it's fantastic that the Super Rugby levels, the Wallaby level players are coming back um, to make that product, 
that we've put on on a Saturday and Sunday at the moment, like high standard. So, uh, but yeah, it's those those guys that have been there for the you know since November doing preseason um, that really do set that tone because I think they bring um, you know the culture or, or you know what it means for for them as as a club member of you know brothers West wherever it may be. Yeah, it's bloody tough to um, this pointy end of the season and it's hard to bloody win a final for one. Um, what's your sort of next move um, next year, T-Bone? Like you've got a young young sort of squad there and, and to be honest, very promising um, and you guys have built quite well this year. What's your sort of um, movements and what are your thoughts for next year? Uh, I haven't really sat down to think about it. Um, you know, I've, I've said it, I think after 2019, Schultz probably can attest to it that, you know, we'll keep chasing it to try and get one and <laughs> chase the yeah, learnt on the weekend, learnt the last couple of years. It's, um, it's very, very hard to get there in, in the first instance and it's probably twice as hard to win one. So, um, yeah, not sure yet. Um, you know, don't know what it means footy-wise or, you know, potentially if I move into a co- coaching role or something like that. T-Bone's just got to get through the four-day weekend of um, Mad Monday. Sunday, Mad Monday. <laughs> Coming out of retirement for that. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping that we might yeah. actually be calling into it at the moment. I was like, God, I hope I know, he's deep I know in Mad some Monday. of the, uh, the younger, his younger peers at the club, like Nick Cross and that, are really, really excited to, the next four days with you, T-Bone. <laughs> yeah, mate. It uh, shouldn't be a bit of fun. We, we, we like, uh, like other clubs, sort of hold off till uh, grand final weekend so we can all... Um, Ripping together. Oh man! And as t- long as Ted Postar doesn't rock up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, he <laughs> is deadly, mate. Yeah, he's what, deadly. what a great reputation to have. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, mate, Tebow, just- we've shut the gates. At- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mate, just before you go, um, you've been club captain for you know this year. You've been at Brothers uh, since coming back from Melbourne. The last couple. Are there any young guys, you know, you talked about the Colts guys being part of the team photo. Are there any young guys, you know, who we should keep an eye out for, you'd suspect over the next couple of years, be sort of, I guess, knocking on the door of professional rugby that you've seen at the club this year? Um, I think one guy I definitely think of, he's probably seen as a, a premier grader regular at the moment is John T. Conley. Yes. Um, but he's he's only... Is 20, he a cult? Um, 21. Yeah. What? St. Columbans boy. He, yeah, he's pretty... Really? He might know better than me. Yeah, I think he's a, he'd only be 20 this year. Yeah. He was a... Um, he's got a great build for St. 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 a 17-year-old, yeah. Um, he's I think he was like a junior national high jumper. That sort of he's stuff. a six, hey? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah he's, he's got a Matt Cobain vibe to him, I reckon. Like big motor, doesn't shirt contact, but good line-out option too. Yeah. Yeah, mate, that is loose. Well, yeah, Je- so he's definitely a guy for the future. Yeah, bloody oath. T-Bone, just before you go, we've had a few people write in a couple of questions for you. Um, one came in from Keenan Tawakapulu, and he just said, how was West Scrums this year? that the hard way. <laughs> <laughs> And then we've got one here. Uh, I, only, just... I only had the... Uh... Oh, go on, sorry. 
No, I only had the 16 mils in that day, so. <laughs> oh, is that what it was? Yeah, sure, mate. Whatever helps yeah, you sleep yeah. at night, T-Bone. Um, and then there's just one other question here. It just says, have you been in any good blues with G-Money and who won? That came from uh, at only friends. Oh. <laughs> Guilty. <laughs> Who's G-Money? Oh, His brother. I think I learned a lesson with, with the big vanilla gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> G money. Uh, it was about 12 and we were playing touch rugby with some friends and uh yeah there was there was about 400 punches thrown with probably one or two connecting so, yeah. and it was on you yeah <laughs> that's so good oh mate that is red hot punches and bunches baby bloody oath man all right, T-Bone, thanks very much for joining us, brother. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be keeping an eye out for you at Mad Monday next hopefully week, not, Hopefully no more careers, mate. And it's, <laughs> yeah. it's all good beers. No, nah, that's it, mate. But yeah, we appreciate yeah. you jumping on, brother. Thanks very much, man. And um, yeah, we'll uh, wish you all the best for next season, bro. Uh, thank you very much, fellas. And I just quickly wanted to say a big shout out to the Pig Athletic. Um, what do you guys do promoting the game and talking about the club land is, um, yeah, it's a big... Big for the big for the sport, and we certainly need it as a as a rugby um, yeah product at the moment. Bless you, T-Bone. Thanks, man. How good is that, good man? Thanks, yeah. mate. You're a bloody good guy. Love I don't you. know why Freeny talks all that shit about you, yeah. man. All right, <laughs> cheers, T-Bone. <laughs> cheers, brother. Round of applause, nice T-Bone right. Maloney, everybody. Oh, mate, lovely, isn't he? Oh, one of the best, mate. The He's one of the best blokes. Great bloke. He is a great bloke. I love that you just wrote in a question. <laughs> just <laughs> out of the bus. Sorry, it, would be, um, it would be a good matchup. Yeah, it would be. But yeah, we'll just we'll just quickly uh, uh, race over that uh, game from the weekend just gone. T Bone obviously hit the nail on the head. It was just fucking. They, they did their homework. They saw the the mismatches and they t- touched on it briefly. But this is James O'Connor's first touch. Seventy seconds in, line break. Oh, no. Two defenders beaten. With one touch and then hobbles off, unfortunately. But Doss, you you are led to believe, you know, if they, if he's on the field, they probably get a couple tries in that first twenty odd minutes. You'd think. Yeah, I mean, maybe as T Bone sort of mentioned before, you know, they don't. It's not through a lack of playmakers that they weren't able to score. I mean, there's Lawson. Lawson there. right here, straight after right. half time. Just that tempo, in my opinion, you know, right that- there. Yeah, and I mean, just the heavies, man. They know how to play finals footy. Yeah. Like, that defensive effort in the first 20 minutes. I mean, brothers had the scrum ascendancy, you know, all the momentum. And they just they, they held them to three points and able to bounce. Jeez, what a good try. Kalani was sick. And he that is, was a high. He, was, he is a freak. He, he that was, was a high rugby IQ player. I, I read yeah. that article Jim Tucker wrote afterwards and where he interviewed him, and he said, we knew we had the numerical advantage at halfback. They've brought a halfback on for wing. So I knew that the two guys at the back shot off. That space was probably there that typically isn't there. And I'm like, yes. you know, this is a, what, 20-year-old kid? 20-year-old. Understanding Mate, that in the 60th minute of a I'll be, I'll be honest. Semi. I wasn't, like, sold. I wasn't sold at the start. But He's still Mate, got... he is getting better and better every week. And that game on the weekend, I was just like, fucking hell. Yeah. It's he his, was awesome. His man. running game and when he uses that. High tempo yeah. footy is when he's at yeah. his best. His that's where I think you forget that he's twenty. Like, exactly yeah, right. You sort of judge man. a young kid playing Super Rugby, and he's nineteen, yeah. and he's playing halfback, like one of the hardest. Positions. Hardest, yeah. yeah. Um, 
Yeah, he, he's a he's a superstar. I had him in a Reds 18s team, same with Josh Fluke, and that was the same group that went over and beat New Zealand in New yep. Zealand. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, he's super talented. Yeah, big, I just I just hope that you know he's not in a real rush. Obviously, at Super Rugby level, he's behind Tate McDermott, um, who just keeps you know getting better and better yeah. as a halfback it's as well. Hard position. And I mean, you know, he's only twenty. He's still got lots of time to you know refine his game and you know and properly compete with Tate. Yeah. Um, you know, he shouldn't he shouldn't really see it as a roadblock. Like, look at his opportunity over the next couple of years. I just, you know, and I'm not sure who his agent is, but I hope, you know, he doesn't see it as a negative thing and is quick to... Well, that's, you know, yeah, well, that's what I'm probably judging him off to too, Super Rugby. Him. You know what I mean? He's been thrown he in comes at such back a young age. And he chops up. Yeah, which is what you want to see, yeah. Yeah. which is perfect. It, it, his only deficiency is probably his passes and his crisp, but it's, it's as you better. said, Schultz, he's twenty better. years old. It's some and and it's a coachable aspect yeah. of his game. I mean, and it's still good. I mean, well, it's still so, good. Tate's played Wallabies. His pass, he's got the technical base. It's just yeah. probably yeah, it's, if it's not looking as looking at that super the precision yeah, and yeah, the, the accuracy speed, of it's yeah. probably yeah. not as because I'm a halfback, so I know follow through. But I mean, you know, but I mean, technically, you look at you look at Tate and his pass at the back end of games, especially left to right. Is really weak, you know. He's hitting yeah. guys up here, hitting guys down yeah. there. Yeah, true. Um, Never thought of that. Yeah, man, it's, and it's just a, it's a it's a technical thing that you know. Hopefully, um, <laughs> that I'm sure he'll be able. He mate, he's so skillful. He'll he'll fix he'll that fine, up in the mate. next couple yeah. of years. But it's good. Back on the UQ, I thought yeah. defense was awesome. Like that first 15, 16 minutes, um, brutal shots. Yeah, and uh, brothers come away with nothing. Mm. But what what they do so well, especially at finals time, is at the right time of the game, they just hold the pill. Just how um, and they can the amount of yeah. uh, inroads and gain line they made around the ruck, yeah. little snipes, forward runnings, again one on one. He's just and then yeah. they play off the back of that. Like uh, even I remember coaching against them at Brothers in 2019. It's sort of if they get the pill, no matter where they on the field, if they want it, they'll hold it. Yes, yeah. yeah, and they it's showed so hard to get the ball back. You know, and they showed it like Brothers that game in the in the normal rounds. They went twenty something phases. You know, in the 85th minute mm -hmm. to win the game. I remember they our did it against Bond too. Yeah, our first. First, um, in 2020, the first round of finals, we played them and, mate, the first 10 minutes of the game, I don't think we touched the ball. Yeah. And they scored three tries. I was like, man, <laughs> I've never been that's, uh, that's Nick Keenan footy. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, you know what they're yeah. going to do, but you can't stop yeah. them. Mate, I've yep. never been more gassed in my life than 2018 final. I was literally 10 minutes in looking at the fucking board guy. What is happening here? <laughs> I don't know what he does. I would love to like actually hear his... You know what? What he what his game plan From is and shit. Because accounts, every time it's I play, basic. Yeah, it's yeah. run hard, tackle hard, clean out hard. Everything else has to will take care else, of itself. Mate. No, but that's <laughs> but that's apparent. But run apparently, the forwards around. That is what it is. Like yeah. that is the crux of it, and that's why it's he can so take a player man. and put it into that system, and within. 12 if months they're like super yeah. rugby standard because Seven grand it's so simple yeah. yeah you had you had second you got front front rowers playing second row dominating you know what i mean like there's a mix and match of that of players and he just fucking does it and he nails it every year <laughs> i tell you what that freeze just alluded to it and it amazes me how a team can win a preliminary final and play you know the majority of their second half with their loose head prop in the second row like not have a line out. Obviously, Connor Mitchell and um, Sam Wallace and like you know they can jump, 
but you don't have an actual you don't like have a, those big. I think yeah. hey, we played a front row in the second row. And, yeah, yeah, we discussed it last week. But outside of Harry Hawkins, they've never had a second rower. Like their second rowers are shorter than their back row. It's just ridiculous, mate. And not only that, he's just a good lad. He know, like yeah, he can have beers with him. Absolutely, a top bloke. From all reports, um, will be part of or in some in some way or another the QIU coaching staff next year so whoa oh, what? Oh, bullshit did I, did I say that out loud oh is this pack news <laughs> no where mate, it's like is... Hamish Shewitt's going on the Rebels <laughs> yeah. and he goes to the force McKeenan ends up at Leinster it's, a... <laughs> <laughs> it's cause of the sun it's too harsh in Australia <laughs> Mate, if he did, I will be. I know yeah, it'd, that'd be, be sick. it'd be great oh, reward. That'd be so good. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Frothing at the tip for that one. Does that mean you, you, you don't make any more grand finals? <laughs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, let's hope so. Hopefully, they get in before this weekend, eh? Um, all right, just a couple more things. We saw uh, there's some controversy coming out of the Springbok camp. Elton oh, Absolutely. Potting the nutritionist, mate, I tell you what. <laughs> Can't be doing that on you, mate. Yeah, yeah. Elton, <laughs> Elton Yankee is accused of having an affair with the box dietitian Zenat Simji. Mate, you're just going in for a bit of a bit of a tune-up. You know, watch, you know, I've ate this and I'm feeling a bit fat. What should I do? <laughs> Feel a bit fat. Sounds like it's familiar territory for you, for instance. Well, not, not, definitely not seeing a nutritionist. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe doing things I shouldn't be. <laughs> but uh, yeah, essentially, the, 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 there was a report coming out that uh, a father and son saw them walking, uh, renting out an Airbnb or something like that, and then it led to an yeah. argument. They what? said they sounded argument? like they were having fun initially, and then it landed. Uh, it went to a heated argument with uh, the management being called uh, of the I'm hotel. Not kink shame, but you know maybe they weren't. Make you think. <laughs> maybe it's all part of it. But then, uh, uh, well, the fact that Elton Yankee's got a wife and three kids yeah, is it where the good, uh, does it? no, it does not, man. <laughs> so the box have sent them home to deal with their personal matters um, <sighs> as a way of not leading to distractions within the box camp. How are you going to explain that one, buddy? <laughs> I don't think you can. No, you can't. You can't. He's fine. Give me some crap advice and I was just going to speak to at 12 o'clock at night. (laughs) I think they actually left their team hotel before that test uh, against New Zealand in South Africa and got their own little shack somewhere. So it's not looking good, bro. It's not not looking good, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Has he been playing for him? Is he going to be a big loss? Well, Andre Pollard's been injured, so but then they've just been playing villains are in there anyway. So anyway, um, that's huge. And um, and just one last thing: Willie Losey actually passed away, age of fifty-five, just before he was in New Zealand. Sorry, in Cape Town to commentate the Rugby World Cup sevens. So rest in peace to Big Willie. I actually got a chance to get on the piss with Willie in Christchurch a few years ago. Went to the uh, NPC finals with Chips Blanche and Sumo Stevenson. Took us along and we end up back at the Ridges Hotel with Tony Johnson, Willie Lose, Pod Turner, all the boys and Willie's just... He he, he is a fucking legend. Had his tie on his head and he's just like, J-Boy, just want to ask you a couple of questions, man. I'm like, what's up, Willie? He's like, you seen many dark fellas around here in Christchurch? (laughs) No, not many, eh? He's like, I know, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Willie. And then he's just, he was just on a heater all night, man. And from all accounts, absolutely one of the best blokes. And I had nothing but good words to say about Willie, man. Mate, so. um, he, he, he called the Bangkok 10s one year and he hung around the Jam Boys, which the Jam Boys are a loose bunch of units. And um, yeah, he toured with them, but he, he was calling the, 
the um, Bangkok 10s for a while during the day. But yeah, the boys uh, can attest that he is a very good lad. Top on the piss. bloke, mate. And yeah, uh, he and Carl Tanana were just feeding off each other all night. I was like, this is red hot. And it was it was a very surreal experience. <laughs> like Chips and I, I think we walked home at about 3 a.m. We were just standing around the corner and we were both like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like, how did that happen? We are like, mate, that was awesome. And they... Yeah. Yeah, so, mate, rest in peace to Big Willie Lose, mate. He was a, a huge part of the promotion of Sevens, sevens rugby, but rugby, in, in particular the women's game as yeah. well. Like, a huge, huge supporter of it. And, uh, yeah, always a good be bit of banter, too. Oh, yeah, always had such great chat, Big Willie Lose. So, yeah, rest in peace, Big Willie. Um, so... One thing we wanted to uh, we wanted to run our eye over. We'll we'll have a look at the grand final coming up this weekend. But on Wednesday morning is the grand final breakfast they have every year, um, and that is typically where they announce all the season awards, highest point scorer, cult of the year, stuff like that. But also the Alec Evans medal. So we saw down in New South Wales the Ken Catchpole medal going to Max Douglas from Manly Marlins. So we wanted to give our thoughts on who is going to get. Uh, the Alec Evans medal this year. Look, I'll just give it away right now. All of us have said it's Pat Murray. If Pat Murray doesn't win it, we're going to be burning something down. <laughs> like Not the QIU because we're friends. We are, mates. QIU, yeah, yeah. We'll burn something else down. But if Pat Murray doesn't win it, I mean, Surely. Dallin was straight away like, it's Pat Murray. And then we all went, well, shit, it is. So, I mean, first up, it's it's got to it, be has Pat Has he won Murray. it before? No, he hasn't. No. That's a, that's another incredible thing too. That's yeah, exactly. So it, it, I can't believe, but but it's a different system. So down in New South Wales, I'm pretty sure it's the the opposition coaches give their three two ones. Up here, it's the referees. So we're trying to influence this, by the way. So make we sure. are. I mean, <laughs> that's just one thing Pat Murray has done all Why season. And just look at this. He's just tenacious, tough. And just a brilliant footy player, and like, and a great leader, a great yeah. leader. Like you said before, seven grand finals in a row. Uh, it's a travesty he hasn't won it. Like, he's probably he's one of those players that Brisbane probably doesn't have, like Sydney, where the older players hang around for mm. yeah you know, so much longer. And yep. he's he's that. What is he twenty? Seven or twenty eight. Graduated twenty twelve at Grammar, so he'd be twenty seven. Yeah. yeah. So which is it's not old as a no. footy player, but. It's old yeah. in QPR. In QPR it is, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. He's killing it. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And like I mean I it the allocation of points in Premier Rugby is just ridiculous. It should not be the referees doing it. I hate it with passion. <laughs> So, what they do, so Shoot Shield, they, the, the coaches vote. Opposition coaches give their three two ones from the opposing that's side the on led to believe. That is the best way, 100%. Yeah, I think, I think that's what it is, hence why, you know, you look at nothing against Coyotes, Liam McNamara, both awesome footy players, you know, backs. It's always, it tends to be the guys who score all the tries or a few years ago it was Harry Wilson who wins it after a, coming halfway through the season after a very successful Australian under-20s and he's... He's, He's on the radar and everyone loves it. I was saying before, I commentate. I, I was able to see he scored three points in one game, UQ versus Brothers at Brothers. I commentated that game and he got iced out yeah. massively. No one from Brothers deserved any points. UQ were that good and he yeah. got three. 
Nothing against the referees. It's not their yeah. fault. But they've re- got enough things to worry. Yeah. yeah. And, he, well, and it was literally the second year, game yeah. back coming back from the grand fi- the final of the Junior World Cup. But it's like nothing the, against the referees. No, no, but, but the refs, it's not their ref, job. Yeah, yeah, but the refs are refing the game. So they're getting like a, you know, you know, they're not going play by play. Like coaches are literally looking over video every week. We've got to f- cancel this dude out, do this. Or, you know Whoa. what I mean? Like this. They're literally going over tape, looking at, you know, playing against these guys week in, week out, studying the opposition. So they I think watch that the just game and they go, Max Douglas decimated us at set piece today. Or a couple of years ago, they know Mahe Vailanu is winning this game for yeah, them. Yeah. You know, like, it's just, and, and again, it's just the referees have enough things to worry about. Who are they going to see? The guy scoring the tries. Or maybe there just hasn't been any forwards who have been standouts. Ty Ford Whoa, won it. Bro. Ty Ford <laughs> won it because he scored a shitload of tries for Bond. He was really good that year. And Real if it weird. wasn't for Harry Nusifora, so <laughs> he was on that Stingray's diet. Whoa, bro! <laughs> <laughs> but if it wasn't for Harry Nusifora running the show, he does eh. Anyway. Let's go. Let's plough ahead. Um, so we thought, look, we think it's Pat Murray. But we all had ideas as to who we think may actually have an opportunity to ice him or who's going to be in that top five. And, friends, you said Tyler Campbell. Yes. Yeah, he's a back, but I thought he had a great <laughs> knock this year. Um, and, mate, obviously his rugby spoke for itself. He was just incredible. Good to see him back after a knee injury. I've had a mad stiffy for him all year. So, um, he missed a fair few games at the start of the year, yeah, though. Which he did. Obviously go against him coming back from that knee reconstruction. But, man. He is. He's the real deal. Does he's so man. smart, man. Does so many different things. Look at this. Sets look at this. them up, scores them himself. Oh, yeah, has that, that skill. Yeah, that's good. yeah, man. And it's tough as nails. Yeah. Doesn't shirk the contact. Great distribution skills. Got a bit of niggle about him, too. Yeah, he's good. got and As yeah. I said, there's and nothing better than yeah. a back with a shit chop and yeah. Yeah. looks like a mongrel. No, yeah. man, I like him. Yeah. Right, uh, right him. Dossie, you were saying Coyotes from UQ. He's class. a good opportunity to go back-to-back after winning it last year with Liam McNamara. Oh, he won it last year? Yeah, with yeah. Liam McNamara. Yeah, I mean, you look at Kai and, you know, knowing that the refs vote for it, like he's top try scorer, top line breaks, top tackle breaks. Like he features in all of uni's tries, well, most of uni's tries. Um, oh, yeah, I just think he's someone that the referee will see often and he'll poll lots of votes. Yeah, 100%. Hasn't been as deadly this year as he, as he was last year. Yeah. But... He's but still, man, man. Yeah, he's Coyotes, he's man. Coyotes. And, and he's, he's, and he's, awesome. con- he's consistent. Um, and he's a goal kicker as well. Yeah, 100%. My one, I thought, in a side that was pretty good all bloody year, it has to be Tyler, uh, Taylor Adams, sorry, mm. from Brothers. He's He is electric, mate. I mean, check this out. Just goosh, see you later. Gets through the offload. Um, offload. It's what he does, though. Like, he is so exciting. How's that for a flick pass back inside finds Mo Christian? But he's... I mean, this one here, look, good little pass, but the main reason I wanted this in here is I reckon the Alec Evans medal should be Ryan Freeney just there, pushing Sam Hine over, <laughs> getting the grill. Looking good, Freens. <laughs> yeah, just... <laughs> Sam, look, look at him working hard to get back, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that was just... That's, yeah, he got in his head early. It's it a good double Oh, it's actually late. <laughs> Jeez, I look at that, I look at bloody... Try to trip someone too. Sorry, Heine. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but I mean, miss it, you know. Taylor <laughs> Adams was a huge inclusion for the brethren this year. Yeah, um, he actually won the Ken Catchpole Medal down in Sydney a few years ago whilst playing for West Ham. Yeah. yeah. So, mate, he's he he's got man. runs he on the board. His gun, man, and his a uh, you know big reason I tip brothers to go all the way this year um, was his inclusion. Um, you know, I, I remember watching him 
didn't not so much down at Sydney, but a bit for the Rebels. I think he played a handful of games, and I was like, man, this guy's got a bit about him. Like just silky skills, uh, reads the game well, kicks off both feet, good goal kicker. Obviously, didn't take brothers to the final, but make good pick. Yeah, good and pick. I just think as well, I love to see a dude who still does like the Benji step and loves a flick pass. You know what I mean? Like backs himself. You're like. Yeah. Same with uh, Couple Tyler of 50 Campbell. 50s, you know? Yeah, go for it, mate. Especially I'm if you're in a you. side with backs that are just killing it that way. Um, friends, we got anything for the Battlers? <laughs> oh, mate, no, I totally forgot to be honest. Nah, nothing's coming. Had the kids on the weekend, mate. Dance. So yeah, no, nah, mate, we'll, we'll um, put on the bench this week. Saw we'll Big know. Fat Darts at a wedding on the weekend, so down in Yamba, and he was saying he's got two more weeks. And he'll be back in the mixer. So he'll be doing his head up there. Oh. We have to we have to have a week off after his. Um, Debacle last week. <laughs> oh, yeah. Perry Neum. Uh, yeah, Perry Neum's an absolute kook and I hate his guts. Um, all right, let's get straight into it. The QPR Grand Final is this weekend. West versus UQ, Westside Derby, one versus two at the end of the season. Uh, Doggies in their first final since 2006. UQ, as we said, have gone to seven in a row. West go. Yes, <laughs> friends. Loving the energy. But what no, but what are we honestly thinking? I mean, so much has been said. We all thought brothers would be well rested. They're looking good. They'd come out and do UQ in. UQ no, put them to the sword. I knew that would I knew UQ were gonna kill them. What what do you reckon this weekend, Schultzy? Like who's saying, gonna uh, win and why? I was saying before, um for Wes I'm not putting any extra pressure on them, but it's a massive occasion for them. We all know around the club land how much effort they've put into trying to get to this position over the last few years. Um, so the pressure is on them. UQ, seventh grand Another, another, another like, day at the office. Yeah, for just turn up, see what happens. Um, to be honest, I haven't seen a lot of the West footy recently, but I know they've got obviously a decent set piece um, and some strike back. So... They can get some quality ball um, and get some points early uh, and put the pressure onto UQ, then it might be good enough to, to hold them out. Um, one thing I do like about West was uh, they were able to come back late um, yep. last game, uh, which traditionally in the last few years mm-hmm. wouldn't have been able to done that. Yep. Um, so, okay. yeah, it, it's a big occasion. Um, yeah, it should be a cracking game. Pressure's on West. Yeah. UQ can just... Do their thing. Mm. Who are you backing? Yeah, who are you backing? You care. You dog. Such so a sit on the fence. Fuck no, you care. Yeah, no. They got, I, the, ga- they got the game. <laughs> Jock, uh, Jock Campbell, he's... Oh, my God. Surely, do you reckon... He, on a serious note, do you reckon he's he's ready for the Wallabies? Yes, you've got to give him a crack. You've got to yeah. give him a crack. I think he's the type of player, no matter what level he plays at, he's going to perform. Yeah, <clears> I, uh, mate, he's getting better. Because he's just so crafty and he's yeah. so smart. Um, yeah, he's not a, a big human, but he doesn't need to be the way he plays. Uh-huh. Where's the Bledisloe this weekend down in Victoria? Melbourne. Eh? Melbourne on Thursday. Do we know anyone in Victoria that might be able to just Chainsaw? put a steel pipe that. to resolve the uh, bit? <laughs> Hopefully, uh, so Jock Campbell not, can get the call up. Not Chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> bit of Tonya Harding action. Yeah. Come on, Chainsaw. Take one for the boys. The doggies need it. Um, I think Browning, the club president, will fucking have a conniption and die <laughs> if the doggies don't win. I think he's been wanting to retire for about five years now, <laughs> so. I think the doggies need to do it for Brownie. Who are you backing, friends, and why? I'm go- like, I'm going for Wests purely just because I love club footy and I would love to see them win. Um, 
Uh, it's been a while. What, 2006? Mm. 06, yeah. So I think it would be good. They play like a similar sort of um, game that I like sort of seeing just big big forward, set piece, boring, but, you know, just smash each other. Um, yeah. Uni, though, you can't... You cannot uh, write them off at all. Um, I think that I think they've. I know it's another year, but I think still think they've they've got a point to prove, and they they do not want to lose that final at all. And if West, I, I reckon I'm going for West. I hope West win, um, and I think it's gonna be a cracker of a game. Scrum's gonna be massive. Yep, I think you struggled a little bit on the scrum, especially when yep. Jaden Christian. Luckily, again for brothers, Jock got injured. Then Jane and Christian went off with an ankle. Oh, that was the difference. He was yeah, mate, he, he's I was actually watching. I was like, why? Yeah. Are actually, taking yeah, him off? yeah, mate, mate, that is ma- that's and a then massive. after that, UQ got a little bit of parity in the scrum. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but you know, West have got basically two, two yeah, elite yeah. level front rows. Yeah, the big top. Um, yes. So if you can take, if they can impose themselves there. Uh, it does make it the biggest thing yeah. that undid West was just what UQ does. They're clinical. Yeah. You know, we need to hit a line out. We might not hit it. You know, we come set piece at the end. The scrum anchored by Oosh was just awesome. Mm. But, like, it needs to be the whole game and it needs to be relentless, their pressure. I think it's going to be won and loss with West dominating set piece. If they do that, they give themselves every chance of winning that game. But I think they need to be a try ahead in the 20th minute and I think they need to be... Probably double digits ahead at half time. I just they want to, really I, want I just don't want you to turn on them, mate, if they're doing bad. That's all I want. I just don't you, do just, that. No, well, you do. All the time. You just need to. I just have a high stand for them. the boys. And they let me down a lot. And again, what do you do, mean, mate? Do, just uh, get behind them. I do get behind them. I love them. They know I love them. If UQ can get in front of them, they're going to bomb the lead again. I don't think that's going to happen. No, no. I don't. It's going to be, mate, it's a big cracker of a game. That start's going to be the most important yeah. thing, yep. as we always fucking say. But it's going to be very important and. They need oh, a they need yeah. a handy lead in West, that first West, half. Yeah. I think they that like they need to just take points when on offer and blow out. I'll yeah. just be holding the footy and tiring that. Bit and they will yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah. Really that's do exactly you, do what they're going to do. We know any inclusions, exclusions for this weekend? Anyone got the hot tip? Not Does that I'm West aware get of. Anyone back? Uh, no, I think it's going to be same, same. I I don't know of any. Uh, Carter's out for the season. That sucks. So, yeah. I mean, it's an interesting one because eh? the blood is lows on Thursday. You would yeah. assume that, I mean, you'd want to hope for his sake, Jock goes down with the team. And, and I mean, stays down. I mean, he'll have time to... Indefinitely. He'll have time to come back and possibly play a grand final um, on Sunday. But, I mean, that's a whole week without the team. Yeah, well, that won't matter. Yeah. It won't matter. <laughs> no, yeah. He'll just slip straight no. in at 15 yeah. like nothing happened. Yeah. Well, unless, like... Man, if he's in the if he's in the Wallabies twenty three, then he doesn't get released. Um, Tady McDermott possibly gets oh, released and comes if back. Tate comes Tate back. Is, that a, is that a possibility? Yeah, I man. Tate and Kalani. Just Why not? Yeah. Club footy. Yeah, I mean, you know Mate, what? If Tate comes if back. Tate comes back, then Kalani can still play Colts and uh, UQ Colts are in the grand <laughs> final as well. Imagine that. So. Kalani would take that well. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brains it on the weekend. <laughs> yeah. Well, who are you backing, Doss, and why? Um, I'm, I'm backing. I, I think Uni will win, um, just f- um, from their experience, their ability to play finals footy. But I'm with everyone else. Good Cheer start, for the dogs. Good start from Wes. Um, you know they need a, they need to slow it down and go set piece to set piece, turn the screws, make the ref look at the scrums, um, and hold on to the ball. And yeah, and obviously 
and, and try and disrupt the breakdown as much as you can. I mean, uni, you know, notorious, hold the balls on for long periods of time, as Schultz has really alluded to. But, yeah, I just think uni, after the way they beat brothers on the weekend, um, you know, it's just going to be a normal week for them. They'll go in. All of them know what to expect. Uh, and I just think they'll just, yeah, they'll just have that experience on game day. And... I reckon UQ really need to focus on their goal kicking too. They're five from 15 over the last two weeks. Holy shit. I don't understand why they share it because yeah. Kai... Give it to Kai. Kai always does it. Yeah. Oh, good Jock. Jock was ridiculous too, wasn't he? I'm pretty sure. Goal kicking. I remember no. Kai used to always come down to Brothers and practice. He must live locally around there and just be looking out the window going, he wouldn't miss. Yeah. I was, and I was surprised about it on the weekend when Juice took that one um, from like 40 out just in front missed it and then... I had a crack and he missed what like and then Brick had one as well I think like yeah they've been sharing the load and it's either way I just can't if if if, if uh, West win I just can't wait to see Big LV like just do the Conor McGregor <laughs> through the crowd again Big Dwerk keeps getting up me because I keep talking about him on things but yeah, yeah I no. saw him at the old dog's lunch the other day and he's like Every time he talks about me, I just text him and I'm like, hey, Freeney, fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I can see him looking at his phone. I'm like, That's Yeah, so yeah, good, yeah. Mate. It's so good, <laughs> yeah. mate. It's so, so good, It'd man. be good to see, uh, mate. He, he'd, be, um, he'd be very happy. Yeah, bloody hell. Look like have a board of war smuggled down his pants. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap it up with our rugby. We were going to do something a little different this week just because it was only really the one match from the weekend just gone. Um, our rugby for Shoot Shield 2022, as we said before, Max Douglas came away with a can catch pole medal, but there were several players down there who we all thought um, definitely could have run away with it. Freeney, you went with Lungy Gleason from favorite Manly. human in the whole wide world. Oh, the um, best down in Shoot Shield. He was just, I just love his intensity, his physicality, um, that sort of number eight who just just kills people really. And, and this he's quick, is man. And he's quick. That's the perfect snapshot of what Lungy Cleason does. Not a big back rower, but somehow breaks How old is he? Does anyone know? 20, I think. 19, 20. Yeah. What? Yeah. Are you serious? I'm pretty sure he's about 20 years old, yeah. Mate, he's amazing. Give or take, yeah. He's, he's um, one of those guys you see play club footy and he makes a massive difference. Oh, and mate, and, and it's a testament to the standard of footy down there that it was him going back, coming out. I think he only played the last few games for the Tars and was pretty good and then went back to club rugby and as a result, he's part of a Wallaby squad. Mm. Yeah. You know, like, it goes to show. They're looking at club footy and they're going, oh, shit, it's this good, guy's man. chopping it's up. good, That's what we want to see. Yeah, Lungy Gleason's a bloody hell of a prospect, mate. I reckon he could be our answer to... Uh, Artie Sarbaya just got word yes. he's 21 years old. 21. 21. Yeah, so Unreal. out of uh, St. Augustine's College, I'm pretty sure. So, uh, man, fuck. So bloody Huge. good. Uh, Dale, he uh, he went with Reese McDonald from Gordon, who tends to be. This is a pretty good example of what he does. Gets in, but then it's more about can see space, bang, bang. It's more about the tri assists and the ability to hook up. Yeah. The attacking weapons around him. A lot of the time, he's that is last. Is he's too? Probably, <laughs> yeah. 
It's um, 80% of the decision. 80% of the decision, I reckon. It's <laughs> just a bit of a ranger on ranger action. He should be on the red hot chili steppers, that, that uh, highlight. Yeah, Yeah, Reese McDonald, mate. No, and he's good. Goal kicker. He's gun, man. He's a guy. He's a great mate. They've got a few good young playmakers coming up um, from down in Sydney. Obviously, Ben Donaldson and Tane had been playing for the Tars. Mm. Um, but this guy, man, in terms of skill set, he's not far behind him. No. I mean, he faced, well, I played against him in that 2020 game against Gordon. And I, after the game, I was like, man, who's this young dude? He's gun. Like, it was shit conditions, but he was terrific. His kicking yeah. game, like, got a cannon of a kick. Um, and just his chat, I could hear him from the other side, his chat in terms of how he was organising and the space that he was seeing. I was like, fuck, this guy's pretty good. Yeah, bloody oath, man. He he is an absolute superstar, Reese McDonald. Dossie, you've gone with the Lebanese Lamborghini himself out of Randwick, Christian Yasmin. Yeah, I've sort of, um, I've adopted the... Queensland refereeing style of picking um, because I don't watch Shoot Shield. So I was like, oh, who scored the most tries? And this guy, <laughs> and his name came up. So I was like, all right, uh, my guy's Christian Yasmin. No, mate, but in all seriousness, th- like he is a try scoring machine. He's a legit the start of this year, legit finisher, and extra points for, you know, crossing codes halfway through the season. And then scoring a try, for, scoring a couple of meat pies for Lebanon for rugby Lebanon. league team. Okay. Yeah, and he's part of the Lebanese uh, rugby league team for the World Cup this year. Yeah, coached by Michael Checker. How good is that? <laughs> yeah, Michael Checker's just a gun for hire, eh? Yeah, yeah. why not, mate? Yeah, just <laughs> oh, to the mate. old Lebanese, um, the cedars. Is it the cedars? <laughs> the cedar know. trees? Yeah, 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 I think so. I, I fluked that. I just kept it on their flag. <laughs> <laughs> but mate, no, Christian Yasmin, man, he's. Like is electric man played yeah. every minute of every game this year I think as well so you don't typically see that from a winger but mm. double digit tries and a lot of them long range efforts yeah. mate like he is an absolute gun uh, mine yeah, mate hard to go past Ratu to assess him mate yeah, from Eastwood he is just I love just a thick stocky six who's just look at him there caught it flat footed there you go <laughs> like just that awesome but both sides of the ball so sick, but I just love... I'm trying to clean out a prop. I love... Just look at him. Just stocky number six. Thank eyes you. up. See you later. Thank you. Thank you very much. Try to... Easy. <laughs> Mate, I I actually thought it would have... It, it had to thick. have been... Him. God, yeah, he's thicker thick. than a bowl of oatmeal. Um, I thought it was like... I thought it was his to lose this year because he was so... So dominant. Defense in, is sick. Yeah, too. but it's so dominant in a dominant Eastwood side. But mm. uh, like Max Douglas, I think was pretty deserving of it as well. But yeah, Ratu to assess, eh, mate. I just love a stocky six. <laughs> just plays like that, eh? So good. So good. Um, all right. Well, that rounds out our rugby. That rounds out this week's episode of the Pack Show. Uh, Schultzy, thanks so much for joining us, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure getting you on the Battlers bench. Thanks for having me. Nice one, Ryan. I just want to shout out, I'll, I'll get killed if I don't, um, to my running club, which is uh, Nick Cross and Harry Wilson from the Brethren. Um, <laughs> if I didn't say anything, I, I'd be copping it after. So shout out to those lads. Your running club. Your running club. Yeah. So basically, when Wilson had to keep fit over the um, off season, he got given running programs, um, and myself and Rossi would go down and. Do it with him. Do it with him. Good shit, man. Yeah. And we kept it going. I think we're in our fourth season at the moment. Really? I should yeah. probably do it. Oh, so you guys do it every preseason? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sort of hammy, mate. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> You're still in the corking club. The crassy club. <laughs> the crassy club. Crassy club. <laughs> Can we please not use that word again, man? <laughs> oh.
Sorry, man. Uh, but yeah, Schultzy, thanks, mate. Awesome insight in regards to the schoolboy game as well as QPR, mate. So appreciate it, brother. And we'll wish you all the best next year as well. I assume you're doing the rounds again. Yep, go around again. Bloody oath, mate. Cheers, Hopefully man. you can go one better and only share it with one other team. <laughs> 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 Freeney. Did very well tonight. Your question time was absolutely red hot. Congratulations, mate. Yeah, yeah, no, appreciate it. Dossie, mate. thanks very much. You killed it once again, as per usual. Consummate professional. Zachy boy. <laughs> On you, Zachy. Always a pleasure, Zachy boy. Give it up for Zach, mate. We he doesn't get enough accolades, though. He's not wearing mate. shoes either, is he? Never wears yeah. shoes. Never wears shoes. Never wears <laughs> shoes, but he's an absolute gun on the ones and twos. But and yeah. he's very smart. He is he very smart. He knows a lot about footy as well. I love it. Yeah, mate. I was actually... I got the chance to commentate <laughs> his, uh, his Premier Grade debut off the bench against Bond a few years ago. I think... Uh, Marty was calling him Zach Zorf, yeah. <laughs> not Zorf. <laughs> but yeah, Zorf, Zorf. He's like, oh shit, sorry. Anyway, but we got there um, eventually. Either way, <laughs> Zachy boy, absolute pleasure no as per usual. As always, oh. be sure to like and subscribe and share all our content. We just want to get um, around the boys and girls that make this game great. So if you can do that, that'd be much appreciated. And in the meantime, enjoy the footy this weekend. Enjoy the footy on Thursday night. And up the doggies! Ciao. We'll see West you next goal! Week.